Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to Cafe Anyway here in Podcastro Valley, Mont, the last place on earth. I'm Mike Matthews, where my, hey, this is the show where my eyes aren't even open yet. Because it's 5.34 in the dang morning. And I guess I slept last night. I got woken up by stupid things. Like a little flashlight. All of a sudden just turned on in the middle of the night. Mike's daily podcast and woke me up and then uh well there was a cell phone in my bed mike's daily podcast and that woke me up but that's not either here nor there or anywhere or up there or down there oh my gosh i had a great weekend and my name's not tosh point whatever that guy's name was who had a popular show on comedy central and i don't know if he still goes on there and does his thing, he's supposed to be funny. Mike's Daily Podcast. I just can't do the Comedy Central thing anymore. I don't do it, and I don't do commercials, so... Mike's Except the Barry Manilow. Daily One that was last time. Podcast. You're welcome. Yeah! But I did do Carmel Monterey this past weekend, and it was so much fun. And I went with my lovely lady friend. And what I discovered is that I guess it's a nice drive, but you know, once you've done it, you kind of don't need to, I feel as if I'm okay now that I don't have to do that drive for, I guess, October, September, October, I might do that drive again, but I'm good till that. Look who walked in. Hello, Matthews, it's Shelly, it's too supervisor. What's wrong with your eyes? I can't open them. It's like there's, I think it's my hat. Hold on, let me take my hat off. This hat, it's got these weird fuzzy things that keep falling off of it. These skull caps fall apart after a while. And little things get in my eye. Look who else walked in. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere the Engineer. I see you have Floyd in the podcast picture today. <laughs> yes, Floyd, you're in it. I can't wait to be in the picture. No more. Huh? I don't know why there was a no more yelled at you. Because he's saying no more tears, Mike. Because I'm Floyd the Foreman. Uh. That. Huh? The, so far, there's really no. And here's today's podcast picture. It's a Floyd. Thanks. All right. So, yeah, Floyd is in the picture. My eyes aren't open. And I think I is blind. Is you blind? And the last show is called Blinds. Because I'm not a big fan of blinds, as I mentioned on the show. I don't like those plastic things covering up my window. I'd rather see the outside. I actually heard a guy, when I was purchasing my house several years ago. And it was an older house, built in the 50s. And the... uh, Guy came into the house, I think he was working on the plumbing, and he walked into one of the rooms, and the room has a a pretty nice view of the backyard, and he goes, man, I would wall up these windows, and then he got a bunch of shelf space. I was, what? Is that the thinking? You've got to be kidding me. Is that the thinking here in California, that you've got so many nice views that you just don't, you, you... Now, I can understand a window that was looking right into your neighbor's house. Let's say your house is right next to another house, which happens a lot here in the Bay Area. Houses are built right next to each other. 
And let's say you look out the window and bam, there's your, your, your next door neighbor bending over, trying to pick something up, butt crack land. And who needs that? No one to see that. It's huge. Huge is what that is. And huge. So, but I guess I like windows. The point is that although the windows 10 gets a little annoying, doesn't it? Hey, are you are you all up in the Microsoft Edge yet? The Edge? It's all about Edge now. It's been that way for a couple of years, but no longer the Internet Explorer. People just left Internet Explorer in droves. It's all about Chrome now, it appears. Some people do the Firefox. No one does the Safari. Well, I guess you have to if you own a Apple product. Now I'm just throwing out all kinds of technical who gives a crap stuff. But it was, uh, it was a wonderful trip. And the one weird thing that happened was we were in Monterey enjoying a wonderful dinner. And you can't enjoy... Any dinner in Monterey without paying a crazy amount. It's expensive in Monterey. But so we did that. And and I haven't had dinner in Monterey. Uh, whoops, I meant Carmel. Carmel is the really, really expensive spot. Monterey is kind of expensive. Then you got Carmel. It's outrageous. But it is, it's Carmel. And you're not, you're there. You're nestled in this town with the little houses, the little shops. Everything's little. There's a little artwork that costs a lot of money. And there's all the houses that cost a lot of money. And then you're right by the water, which was super windy. Oh, my gosh. It's never been that windy before. I've been to Carmel about four times this year already. And this wind... Oh, it was so bad. It was, it was pretty. The ocean looked beautiful. Basil the Boxer had a great time. And he barked and ran around and we still had a great time, my lovely lady friend and I, but man, was it windy. My point is though, after we had dinner, the sun had gone down and suddenly I realized, I don't know where I parked. I don't know where I parked. This never happens to me. Back in the day at Disneyland, when you used to park in Minnie Mouse or Goofy, oh, Or you parked in uh, Pluto. Did I say Goofy? (laughs) The thing is, I would always remember where I parked. I could not find it. And it's pitch black. It is so dark in uh, Carmel. So dark at night. There are no street lamps in the residential areas. None. And there was no moon, as far as I know. I think, oh yeah, there was a little sliver of one. It was a fingernail, as my lovely lady friend put it. So that got a little scary. I was getting a little, where did I park? And then I thought, oh, maybe one of these jerk uh, residents of Carmel decided to have my car towed. So I was, oh no. But it was found. And happiness ensued. And we went back. To Podcaster Valley it takes about an hour and 48 minutes to get back if there's no traffic. But that was a big, big, long day that Saturday. And it was fun. And it was, I saw somebody that is moving to LA. And the thing is, is uh, it's the end of an era. They're gone. They're going to be going down to LA. And it's interesting because it's 
it's like they're, they're not coming back for a while. I don't know when they're going to be back. So that's interesting. And everybody was kind of treating it like, yeah, okay, we're going down to LA, huh? Whatever. Same thing as yesterday. Damn, a while. And I'm like, um, in my head, I'm, you're going to LA. You're going to be gone. LA, California's a big friggin' state. You're eight hours away now. You're gone. It's, it's weird. And it, they just didn't seem to care. So, whatever. Oh, here is the, I, let's just say I took a lot of pictures and I felt the weight of the situation. I felt the weight of the moment. And I don't think the, my friend did. So, anyway. Cafe. Anyway. 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 That's all. Hey, they had a lot of other stuff on their mind. I understand. But here's an expression that I hate. And it's getting used way too much now. It is until it isn't. People say that. He is until he isn't. Or, 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 well, she is until she isn't. You know, just that whole thing. Um, yeah. Uh, what's the something here? Podcasting is great until it isn't. I don't know. Something like that. They, they use that. The isn't just pops out of nowhere. And it's supposed to be this whole thing about how things are unpredictable. And people use it way too much. It. I also hate the expression, it is what it is. In fact, I had a song about that uh, that I had on a podcast way back in the early days. And I don't know where it is. But yeah, it, it was on the website somewhere. I don't think it is anymore. It isn't and it isn't. It, is it one thing or the other? And here's the other thing. is It is what it is. Is... is just lazy I it's such a lazy saying of course it is what it is how could it be anything else it is what it is dang it I don't understand people start use that a lot and what I hate people people love reality TV uh, it's I've hated it from the beginning because the dialogue is always lazy because they follow these people around with cameras and they're just coming up and that's the whole point of a reality show is to catch people in real life but they say the dumbest crap and I get so sick if I want if I turn on TV I want to be lifted up I want to be I want to see something but you just see nothing with these shows it's just ah the dial and oh what I don't really watch reality TV, but on the Travel Channel, I'll watch that show where they go to different restaurants and then they get people's reactions to the amazing food. Like they show the cook making this amazing dish and then they bring it out and the people are eating it going, oh yeah, it's a perfect combination of the sweet and the savory. What? What? Sweet and savory. You use two words. Use the word savory. You probably never... Somebody, one of the camera guys told you to say that word to make it look more interesting on the Travel Channel. Ah! People say the dumb... Oh, this is really good. I've been coming to this restaurant for 50 years. They throw that out. I watch too much Travel Channel, basically. But I won't for the next couple weeks because I won't be at my weekend job because that's what I do at my weekend job is watch Travel Channel. And I'm not... I'm I'm not and I'm happy about that in so many ways. Uh having another weekend up. You know what I'm gonna do this weekend? I'm going to a beer festival. That's right. Beer. Say it, Homer. Mm, beer. Or that could have been another character. I don't know. Could have been Homer. 
But the thing is, I'm going to do that. And why? Why am I going to drink beer? Because it, they're having a beer festival there. And maybe I'll see you there. Who knows? But yeah, this whole immigration thing is crazy. And uh, let's see, Trump's policy of separating families. We have the worst immigration laws in the entire world. Nobody has such sad, bad, such bad, and actually in many cases, such horrible and tough. You see about child separation, you see what's going on there. And then yesterday, because of the Flores consent decree and a Ninth Circuit court decision, ICE can only keep families detained together for a very short period of time. This is the big s- story. Attorney General Jeff Sessions said, It's the law, and that's what the law states. That the president and top administration officials say U.S. laws or court rulings are forcing them to separate families who are caught trying to cross the southern border. And these immigration families are being separated primarily because the Trump administration in April began to prosecute as many border crossing offenses as possible. This zero Tolerance policy Applies to all adults Regardless of whether they cross Alone or with their children So that is what is going On Pulling this from The Washington Post Trump said that remark to reporters Said I hate the children being taken away The Democrats have to change their law That's their law Oh I see and then Anywho and then yeah You had Melania Trump We talked about that yesterday, weighing in on it. According to the Washington Post, they said, we've published two fact checks about family separations, but it turns out these Trumpian claims have a zombie quality and keep popping up in new ways. In the latest iteration, Homeland Security Secretary Christian Nielsen tweeted and then said at a White House briefing that the administration does not have a policy of separating families at the border. And then there was Stephen Miller, who was supposed to be on The Daily, the show, the podcast that The New York Times does. And he was supposed to be on there to talk about the immigration situation. And it turned out that he, he uh, his top aide, that's Trump's top aide, Stephen Miller, was supposed to be talking with the Daily about that. And then at the last second, the White House said, no, don't don't play that. We don't want you to. So it Stephen Miller referred to as catch and release. And you're supposed to show up for your day before an immigration judge. But in reality, many people never do. So essentially, that is the major objection here. Mm-hmm. If you're asking the Trump administration that effectively there was no penalty for crossing the border illegally because people never paid a price and they were allowed into the country. Yeah, people would come into the country. You'd say, I want asylum. They'd say, okay, here's your court date. Show up then. And then you would be able to go. And then a lot of people were not showing up for their court date. And then just, they would then be in America. So that's what Trump is doing, wants to build a wall. And it's a great big wall. And he said this. I would build a great wall, and nobody builds walls better than me, believe me. And I'll build them very inexpensively. 
Oh, but right now it's a mess. A mess. It's a mess. The Paris commuter train service was interrupted yesterday as a baby boy was born in one of the cars. The unexpected delivery happened on the rear A line as the train was pulling into Auber Station, located in the center of Paris, if you are familiar with Paris. Uh, if you do, if you are, you might know this song. Rail service was halted as dozens of emergency personnel rushed to the scene to to, to uh, transport the mom and her newborn to the hospital. The public transportation company later announced both mom and baby were healthy and that the little boy would be receiving free transportation, free transportation until. He is 25 years old. A woman was rescued in Poughkeepsie in a building there uh, as the building collapsed. Tuesday morning, officials are working to clear the debris after a building collapsed on Academy Street in Poughkeepsie. And then finally, that's about it. I think we've we've done our duty as we go outside a cafe anyway. We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. They say the eyes are the windows to the soul, and if I could just get my eyes open, we'd have a sh- we'd have maybe a little more soul in the show. I don't know, but at any rate, it's been great talking to you today. Hey, here's an idea: don't leave any flashlights in your bedroom. Bad idea, Mike. Why did you have a flashlight in your bedroom, Mike? They just randomly turn on in the middle of the night. That's weird. It's a little kooky, if you ask me. Having a flashlight turn on on its own? Hmm. Well. Kooky. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Benita, the disgruntled fiddle player, and the brewmaster. Hey, here's a fun thing to do today. Go and have lunch in your break room at your job and see how many people come over and go, hey, what are you eating? People cannot walk into a break room and not say that. They do that. It's like they, it's like an involuntary response. They gotta walk, they see what you, what are you eating? Oh, what's that? That's disgusting. Or that looks good. Oh, you should have brought some for everybody. That's why a lot of people don't eat in the break room. They don't need that. No. But we do need you to come back for the next show. Please do. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.